Welcome to the Financial Fun Podcast with your host, Tammy Johnston. This is where Tammy talks with business owner parents and grandparents about the interesting and important subject of money. We promise this to be an interesting and open discussion, as that's how we learn best. And now, here's your host, author of the Financial Foundations. Financial Foundations is a series of books to teach kids about money, goal setting, and living a balanced life. Find out more at financialfund.ca. Here's Tammy Johnston. First things first, I would like to thank all of my listeners that have subscribed and reviewed my podcast and invite you to subscribe and review if you haven't yet. I appreciate you helping us to get the word out and making financial literacy a safe and welcoming subject for kids and adults. Second, please check out my podcast website, financialfund.ca, where you will be able to access past shows, find out more about me and our guests, as well as purchase the beautifully illustrated Financial Foundations books that teach kids about money in a fun, healthy, and holistic way. Hello, and thank you once again for joining us for the Financial Fund Podcast. Today, our guest is a very interesting woman that I have been having a great pleasure in getting to know, and her name is Wumi Akinlusutu. Thank you for joining us, Wumi. Thank you very much, Tammy. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. So, Wumi, what, what is your business? What is your passion? What excites you? Oh, okay. I love talking. <laughs> well, we'll get along just great because I'm really good at talking, too. <laughs> okay, so I'm the founder of Blooming Ladies which is actually a community or a movement of motivated women that know that they deserve to have the best in life. So, yeah, so I do events, network meetings. I do trade shows. We do masterminds and mentoring. Oh, very, very much needed stuff. It's it's amazing what happens when intelligent, motivated women come together in a community. Yeah, yes. Thank you. So what got you into doing that? Yeah, like I said, I think I like talking. <laughs> and then but from, from since when I was younger, I realized that I'm always the go-to person when people need advice to get something done, especially maybe their career or their business. Oh, and even when I was in um, high school, I can remember having a project in quotes on a girl, on a classmate, because she was so into herself. And I just told myself, you know, this girl has so much she's hiding inside. And I tried to get close to her and help her pull out her best. Yep. And before we left school, she got an academic award. By the time we were living in grade 12, you know, she became so confident and she she said to do better in academics. And she was writing songs, you know, so that just made me know that, you know, this is something I'm passionate about. I love to connect people. I love to work with people. I'm just basically a, a person, a people person. Absolutely awesome. It must have felt wonderful to watch that girl come out of her shell. Yes. Yeah. I felt so proud of myself. And the funny, the funny thing is that she, she didn't know that I had her as a project here to work on how to make her better, yeah. You know what? It's probably best that she didn't know that you had taken her on as your personal project. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's good for both of us that way. And what is your family situation, Mumi? Yeah, so I have um, one husband. we married for almost 14 years now. I have 
three kids, two girls and one boy. The girls are 12 years old, 10 years old, and the little boy is three years old. Oh, you have your hands full, my dear. Very full. <laughs> and you, you still manage to find time to, to do your events and all the things that you do. Yes, I, I still have time to do that. I just have to juggle so much together. And um, I think that's just the life of a woman, right? Oh, very much so. We wear different hearts and uh, makes our lives interesting. Well, it's it's pretty much impossible to get bored because we never have the time or energy to be bored. I told you don't have the time. <laughs> you don't. So, Wumi, where where you've lived in a few different places around the world, haven't you? Yes, I have. Where all have you been? I've lived in Nigeria. That's where I'm from. That's where I was born. I've lived in Scotland. I've lived in Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi is in United States of United sorry Arab Emirates UAE. Yeah. Um, and now I'm in Canada, Calgary. So you've obviously seen an awful lot of different things because you've lived in very different places around the world. What yeah. are some of the most different ways that you've seen that that people react or treat money in the different countries you've lived in? Oh, okay. That's a very good question. <laughs> I think the, the the places that are very different to me. Let me start from Scotland, UK. Um, I don't want to use the. I'm looking for the rights and the political words to use now, or how the Britons uh, relate with money. Okay, for example, if a Briton gives you a tip and they give you, let's say, five pennies. They feel they've done so well, or ten pennies. <laughs> they feel they've got done so well. I had my two girls in, the, in in Scotland, and many times we're in the bus, and some people look at her. Oh, she's so cute, and they give her um, some coins, right? Okay. So um, I can remember one guy giving her one pound, and I was like, "Wow, that's so much." Oh my. Yeah, because the Britons don't give tips like you normally do in Cal- Calgary. That a lot will give like five dollar tips. Yeah, you have to find someone give you five pounds tip. You hardly. Yeah, I think the teachers, they are more conservative, right? So even the way they spend money, you can see even in the cars they drive. Yeah, they have small cars, right? <laughs> they drive very small cars, so they are very conservative with their spending. And then go to Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi is in the extreme far end. They have they spend lavishly. They got they spend money. I don't know because they they got so much money, right? So they spend easily and lavishly. They got the best cars, the best houses, the best they can afford. And even if they can't afford it, they get it. Oh my! <laughs> yes, and then back in Africa, Nigeria, um, because we are mainly a cash community, um, a cash economy. Yeah. Uh, though now, yes, they're having credit now, but not as as much as in the Western world. So people only spend most of the time money they have, right? So somebody, uh, if you're going to build a house, you're going to build it with your cash. Yeah. Yeah, so you're going to buy the land and then start buying the um the building materials. So at the end of the day, when you have a, a building, you have a house, you don't have, like, loans on it. You don't have debt on your, on, on your property because you, you bought it with your cash. Yeah, and Calgary, I would say Canada is quite in between... Abu Dhabi and the UK, yeah, they're just somewhere in the middle. They're not too conservative with money, 
and of course not to extra dragons also. You you said that you had your two daughters in Scotland. Yes. Were you there long enough for them to start picking up on like the Scottish way of doing things? Like did they have they asked you any questions about the differences between like especially Scotland and say Canada? Yeah, no, uh, no, because we came directly from Abu Dhabi here. Oh, okay. We came from Abu Dhabi. When we were in Scotland, we were quite young, very little, so they can't remember much about Scotland. Okay. They asked about Abu Dhabi, and then we, um, when we left Scotland, we went back to Nigeria briefly before moving to Abu Dhabi, and then here. So they asked questions about um, Abu Dhabi, about Nigeria, about here, a little about Nigeria, but... Mostly for them, the sh- the shock was actually coming from Abu Dhabi. Okay, so what what are some of the things that they've noticed and 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 comment on and things like that? Yeah, they noticed, like I said, um, money. Um, the fact that um, there's so much money in Abu Dhabi compared to here. Yeah. You know, like um, we got to Abu Dhabi. My younger daughter was four years old, and at that age, she knew the difference between a she knew she knew a Ferrari car. You know, and she would go that. That let's get a Ferrari car because <laughs> she had classmates that have like three, four Ferraris in their in their houses. They have sport cars, you know. So and then they go for birthday parties and you see different luxurious cars. And then uh, maybe this, she sees a classmate just in KG in kindergarten. Yep. I'm having um expensive um electronics. Yeah. So yeah, it's just so much of um money around flying around and then coming here was quite different from them i can remember my kids say mommy some of my friends feels we are rich you know <laughs> and you're going we are <laughs> yeah because for, for them we're not rich compared to because they were comparing ourselves with their friends in abu dhabi that had so much more and then i tell them you know what you're now in the real world this is how the real world is abu dhabi is not the real world <laughs> you know, there's so much money there and there's no tax. They don't pay tax, right? So that's actually the big difference for them. And and, and and so when you're explaining the differences and stuff like that, like what? how are they reacting? Like, yes, it would be very shocking if you're going from 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 very conservative spenders to very lavish spenders to, to Canada, like you said, which is kind of a mix in between, between the two, especially where we are here in Calgary is a very different city than most as well. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah, for them it's and the funny thing we got here when the so the like the the oil boom has gone down in yep. Calgary, where a lot of people has lost their jobs and um the getting to school. I could remember my daughter saying, Mommy, can we shop for some of my classmates? Because their parents have lost both lost their jobs. You know, uh, I think for me I was happy that they could see that. I like the fact that my daughters could um have that mind. They're very generous. Generous. I wanted to help others. Right. And unfortunately, my husband lost his own job too later on. So it was as if, okay, <laughs> now things are not as, um, as rosy as it used to be. But to say the truth, I was happy that they could see the other side of life. That um, every time you just need to learn how to save, how to spend within your means and more like learn how to invest. And, um, it's not every time you might always have money coming to you so much. And when you don't have it, what do you do? Right. But like I said earlier, I'm so happy that the, my kids learn they have that 
generous hearts who want to help others. Well, that it, it is a wonderful thing, and and kids can be so so ju- kind and generous, and they want to help others. I think it has to be taught out of them. Yes, yes, that's true. Fortunately, some people do teach it out of their children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I can remember my daughter um, during the summer, like this summer, they had the summer camp, and we're supposed to raise money. So the uh, the two of them went around doing bottle drives. The one, the younger one did bottle drive, and the older one decided to sell cupcakes. So she 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 got her uh, money in a piggy bank, and she said, you know what, I'm going to buy some cupcakes and um and then sell them at a higher price, and then I will give all the proceeds plus the capital for the um, fundraising. We're going to raise funds for some kids in Mexico, you know. So they did that, and uh, it was ought to be like a competition between the two groups, my daughter's group, uh, the younger one and the older one. Yeah. And the older one, she felt our group was losing. At the end of the day, she took all our savings, and she gave everything, you know, <laughs> the charity. And I was actually going to discourage her. I said, well, you don't do things like that. You know, at least you give part, just a part. But she wasn't going to listen to me, and I said, okay, I should be a good mom. And she did not discourage her to, so she gave all her savings out, you know, and she didn't, she didn't mind doing that. I was, re- I was really impressed with that. I was really impressed. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with her, her deciding to, to do a business and learning how to, okay, I'll buy these and I'll sell them for, for, for more and I'll make a profit. <laughs> yeah. I like, I'm, I'm, my heart's always just following me, the young entrepreneurs. Yeah. Yeah, I think my older daughter, she's really entrepreneurial. She was thinking about, okay, summer, what should I do? Should I sell this? I can bake and sell. So um, that's a good one. Because when I was much younger, I never thought about business as a kid. I never. Well, they're in the, unless they're in a family where business is, is, is a normal thing, if they're not exposed to it, but obviously you're entrepreneurial, so she's probably picking up a lot on what you're doing. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I think another thing is sometimes maybe they, um, let's say the passion wasn't there or I wasn't just interested because like my older sister was really into business. Mm. When she was in high school, she would bake and go and sell in school. She used to do a lot of things. And even when we were in university, it was so funny. Uh, my parents always gave gave me more money than they gave her as pocket money. My mom is a person that believes, you know what, um, she needs to provide for our kids' needs, even my our university days, school fees, and then she'll still give us pocket money to go to school. Yep. So I never used to work. But my sister in a school, she would, she had a small grocery shop in her room, so to speak. Okay. And she would all the little things, yeah. And my parents would give me more money than they give her. She would use hers and then do business and get more. I will finish spending mine and go over to my older sister's place and collect more money from her. So I was just the spoiled to one, you know. But, you know. <laughs> were, were you so, the baby by chance? I, I was uh, the youngest girl. I have a younger brother, about seven years younger than I am. Uh. So. Yeah, so I was almost like the the baby. So I was just a sports one. But looking back now, my daughters are really entrepreneurial. 
right? They look at me and they want to do what I'm doing. My daughter will say, mommy, I think for your business, you need to add merchandise to it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, she went online and she was designing things. Mommy, you need to get this. And I said, okay, thank you very much. And she says she's my business manager. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. So obviously, yes, she's getting ideas and she's paying attention. That's a good thing. Yes, they are getting ideas. They are watching. And the, and the, and the younger one actually went to school and she opened a club. She started a club. Okay. Last, um, last session that she told the principal that she was in grade four, that she wanted to start a club. So the principal said, you know what, you can't start this year. You need to start a new year, school year. So throughout the summer, she was preparing her slides, uh, presentations to give a principal why they should start the club. And can you get this, guess the name of the club? Um, kids Business Club? No. Little Blooming Girls. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> Little Blooming Girls. That's fabulous. So she's very much paying attention to what Mum's doing. Yeah, you know, I was so surprised. I was happy about this. Okay. And she's been doing a lot of research, you know, she does things. They want to do fundraising to help girls that can't go, afford to go to school in the third world country. Yeah. So really, yeah, I'm really impressed about that. Oh, that's amazing. That's, so, yeah, that's the younger sister now. Yeah. So obviously your girls are, are very much like, I know your son's quite young. But is he asking any questions or, 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 or saying what, how does he react to all the stuff his older sisters are doing? Uh, I think right now he's still very young. He's just a baby of the house. It's yep. fault. <laughs> you know, he's just, um, and he's not talking much yet. So, ah, okay. Enjoying, he's just enjoying the attention of having everybody dots on him. <laughs> just like all little toddlers do. Yes, yes. And then having seven, my, Second daughter is 10 years old, and he's three years old. There's seven years difference between them. Yes. So it sounds like he's going to have some very, very incredible role models to learn from. Yes. So, yeah. So to finish up here, if you could have it so that your three kids, when, when they grow up and move out of the house, that they know three things about money. So that you feel that you and your husbands have been successful in teaching them the important lessons. What three things do you want your kids to know? Okay. I think the first one is that um, they should learn investment early. Because I didn't learn how to invest early. And I know I've made so much money in the past that I can't really account for now. So um, I would like them to learn how to invest early enough. You know, yes, and then I'll um, want them to learn how to be self-employed, be an entrepreneur, which I think they are learning. Which no matter what profession they are in, then it's good to always have something that's um, that's for you. And then the third one, the third one would be I'm thinking to to not to spend more than the end. Very, very good lessons. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy day to chat with us. Thank you very much, Tammy. I enjoyed doing this. I love it. <laughs> I, I love it, too. We have so much fun talking to amazing people that are doing great things. Well, thank you very much, Tammy. I love talking with you. All right. You have a wonderful day. And you too, Tammy.
Before we leave each other, I would ask all of you listening to please subscribe to and rate my podcast. A review would be most appreciated and feedback is always welcome. Whether it be a comment, future topic suggestions, and or questions you or your kids would like to have answered in the Ask Tammy column on the financialfund.ca website. Please feel free to check me out on Facebook at Financial Foundations Children's Books, on Twitter at Financial Fund, and Instagram at Financial.Fun. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Financial Fund Podcast. Join Tammy Johnston again next week. For more information, please visit financialfund.ca.